0: You know, we're still doing full time interior design to pay the bills. And so, carving out time for all these extra things that we so readily jump in on, it's like, I don't make time, you know, that we're killing ourselves. But mm-hmm. we could have podcast, could be a full time job unto itself. Yeah.
1: Should you start a podcast for your interior design business? Today, we're talking with Joanne Kandrak and Kelly Cole, and they're going to spill the tea. Have you hit a
2: wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business, Tightly Fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff.
1: Hey there, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the Grand High Bah of all things Wingnut, Darla Pal, and I'm joined
3: by the fasting ginger. Ah, Natalie, Graf, Grief, Nag, you know, all Are those you things. hungry? You look hungry. I am, but see, my eating window is from 12 to 8, and uh, you figured out why I keep it till 8, so I can still have my whiskey before I go to bed. <laughs> so, But I want to go back to this title. Darla. That you spill said, the tea? Yes. Where did we learn this from? Uh,
1: from our, our 14-year-old daughter. Yes, she is. My gonna stepdaughter. Be, she's going to be a freshman this year. Freshman. She's going to school next week. A freshman. And boy, her mouth is a freshman, too. Let me that tell you. That kind
3: of makes me feel a little old that I have a freshman. And she's now surpassed me. She's are Ah, tall- uh, not as old as you. <laughs> she is taller than I am now, officially, which is a little scary. And I'm
1: 5'9". So all you all out there listening with teenagers, oh my gosh, how do you do it? Goodness gracious, the attitude. <laughs> uh,
3: yes. <laughs> And but we I love won't her. we won't even come around to when it's uh, that time. She's <laughs> she's a
1: she's a, she's a really good kid though.
3: She's a good kid. I she, do love that kid. She does have her first soccer tournament already in the books for Labor Day weekend. So, as you know, every parent always has <laughs> tournaments every holiday. So we are soccer moms. You're an official,
1: yeah, soccer mom for sure. I know, Natalie. I have an exciting announcement, like officially exciting, officially exciting. Right. Our last episode, our mini potty mini was on,
3: I'm telling you, Darla. people want
1: mini potty. I mini I want to listen to the people. I'm the, not the listening to the are, people. The people have spoken. Nope. <laughs> guys, if you want mini potty, I'm telling you, DM Natalie. You need to convince her. We talked about should you go to High Point Market. We really stated our case, and I think we did so very well. If you guys missed that mini potty, check it out. So, <laughs> so my exciting announcement is, is that the first speaking engagement is confirmed on Saturday the 19th at 2 p.m. at Chandra Ruggs. Uh, sponsored by My Doma Studio, Nicole Heimer of Curio Electro and I will be giving a talk on social media, branding, maybe authenticity. We haven't quite dialed in the topic yet, but the last one was so successful.
3: Yes, don't worry. Those two will have come up with a wonderful topic. It'll be very informative. And if you missed last year, it was standing room only. We had whiskey sours and it was uh, my must ask you a question. I must <laughs> yes, ask you a did question. That, yeah. So, you know, they're, they're a little goofy, those two, but you really do learn a lot if you can schedule that into your High Point calendar. Was it too much information? No, it wasn't brain overload. I saw a lot of
1: people taking notes, and there were some great questions at the end there. There was. I think we're going to have to move it to another section of the showroom because it was really standing room only. We had poofs and benches we had to bring in.
3: It was hilarious. We had a good time.
1: (laughs) We did. It was great fun. So I hope to see you guys there. And that's again, that's going to be Saturday the 19th at 2 p.m. Is Chandra Ruggs. We will be there. Natalie will be there. Natalie says she's not speaking, but we might be able to drag her up there and get her to say a few Amish words. And I have an exciting second announcement.
3: You can count to two? I can, well, you know, I did have a little of my new diet drink. Oh, yes, you and that stupid diet drink. And you give me a hard time. Wait, what is the diet drink? Tequila.
1: <laughs> See, I read an article that says tequila helps you lose weight, and I'm like, you know, I could do this.
3: <laughs> yeah, you might not. You, you probably shouldn't believe everything you read, darling. I
1: know, that's got to be... True. That has to be true. That is the God's honest truth there, and that's I'm going to roll with it, and let's see what happens.
3: Well, I was reading about Tesla. What? I was reading about Tesla trucks and how they can tow three hundred thousand pounds. Am I supposed to believe that? You know,
1: I've been asking you, do you want to get a Tesla truck? And you're like, no, because no legit redneck would have a battery operated truck. Oh, oh now I'm redneck. You've you've always been redneck. <laughs> the new things, yes. Okay, so now you have a Tesla truck on your, on your radar. Okay, I hope you're going to sign up a lot of new wingnut clients. No, I'm just going to rob a bank. <laughs> and the second announcement, although I don't have the complete deets, is I will be speaking again on a panel with Sandra Funk and Shayla Copas at 4 o'clock. And I don't know exactly where, but keep your calendar free at 4 o'clock for high points so you can come see that. The more details I have, I will totally, totally tell you guys here. Okay, Natalie, let's dig into our guest today, Joanne Kandrack and Kelly Cole. Have you heard their podcast, Inside
3: Design? No, I do not listen to podcasts, Darla. I know. Established you established this. You don't
1: even listen to your own bleepity bleep podcast. Not
3: at all. But why don't you tell our listeners who they are so they can maybe go listen?
1: All right. Kandrack and Cole have been voted one of Atlanta's top residential interior designers by the Atlanta Business Chronicle. Kandrack and Cole has been featured on HGTV. Hello. As well as in the New York Times, Atlanta Homes and Lifestyle, Southern Lady Magazine, Atlanta Home Magazine, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Better Homes and Gardens, and Southern Home Magazine, among others. That's a lot. Others. Gosh, there's more? (laughs) Candrack and Cole has established a well-known reputation for their approachable dynamic personalities, their signature use of color, and their one-of-a-kind custom designs. But here's where we're digging in. Most recently, they started a podcast called Inside Design to share their more than 20 years of design experience with design enthusiasts. Sounds like you should listen. You know what? This is what appealed to me, and this is why I reached out to to Joanne, because their podcast isn't really necessarily B2B-facing for interior designers. It's, I think, we're going to get into it. It's also meant to attract clients, potential clients, so I want to ask them, was it worth it? Have they gotten any ROI? Do they have clients coming in from their podcast? Recently, one of our, our friends, Valerie Legras, You remember Valerie Legras? Right? I do. We met her at- Wonderful um,
3: woman. Very was nice. That? Hotel uh, One at South oh, Beach. Oh, yes. That's ah, a great hotel.
1: So gorgeous. She started a podcast. I don't know if you knew that. I do. It's called Textures. I don't know how many episodes. I think she's in like three or four episodes, but it's definitely client-facing. So maybe, I don't know. We should talk to her too. Absolutely.
3: So everybody's on the verge of do we start one do we not is it worth it blah 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 let's We're going to find out. out. Yeah. So I think let's if dig you right don't
1: in. I will say this before we welcome our guest today that it is a hell of a lot of work. So Tell
3: me about you it. You kind
1: of have to love it. <laughs> 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 All right guys, help me in welcoming Joanne Kandrak and Kelly Cole to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there Joanne Kandrak and Kelly Cole, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you today? We are great
2: this morning. How are you?
1: We're really great too. I'm a little exhausted from my mirror workout, but I'm I'm hanging in there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, well. she thinks she has to get all back in shape before high point. Yeah, before high weeks. point,
1: I'm on a I'm on a tear to lose ten pounds before high point. We have nine weeks. When you're a designer,
2: you have to keep up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's very motivating. I had a lot of people reach out to me in my DM saying, oh my gosh, me too. Let's all be accountable. Like 10 different designers.
3: <laughs> yeah, all... but my problem is she's pushing me to diet with her and I'm like, what? I don't want to diet. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm happy. It's all good. She has that Amish aesthetic. So she's <laughs> she's very happy. Yes. So we're going to dive right in here today. And why did you guys decide to start your Inside Design podcast?
1: Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about we're today. We're going to talk about that. Why? Tell us about it. What what motivated you guys?
2: Well, we talk about it on our very first podcast, who we are and why we decided to start a podcast. So it's Clip a very interesting story. There's
0: a lot of karma involved. So we had gone to Las Vegas uh, for market show a couple of years ago. And while we were there, we did a kind of a designer experience with Kelly Ellis and Phil Palin was there and he if you don't know him he's just an incredible branding guy and coach and he was there and he had offered a a brand audit And it was a quick little thing. It didn't cost an arm and a leg. And so we were like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And so he went through our entire website and and all of our social media stuff and kind of what we're all about and where we're going. And, And in the end, he said to us, you know, I don't really tell very many people this, but you guys have this incredibly gregarious, successful partnership in design that is not very common and you're very comfortable speaking and you really, maybe you really should consider a podcast. And we thought, well, I mean, we're always up for anything, but we thought, well, we're like, but Phil, that's awesome. How do we make that happen? Uh, there's a lot involved in producing a podcast, as you guys know.
1: Yes. No, we not were, at all.
0: Like How to begin. But so then, so then a couple of weeks
2: go by yeah. and we're kind of like marinating over this, yeah. you know, like how you do when you go to conferences or you do different things and you get information and it's all great unless you kind of put it into action. So there was this two-week lull of like, okay, yeah, this sounds like a good idea, but I don't even know. So very bizarrely, I got- Is that a word? Bizarrely?
1: I think it is. We have to ask Jerry Cerruti. (laughs) That's who we ask on the podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I got this Facebook message from a girl named Tracy DeForge. And we had met her 14 years ago when we first started our business because we had done- it was kind of an incubator program where it was all, all women. women. It's mm-hmm. called, it was called Ladies Who Launch. And it was women who were starting businesses. And the whole idea was for you to talk about what you were going into and then everybody else to kind of give you ideas and help you with your business. But that was no longer. She had yeah. moved on. She, she yeah. was a radio girl. Yeah. Okay. So I get this random email from her saying, I've just started, she worked in radio for years. Me and my producer have started a new company called Produce Your Podcast.
0: And I think you and Kelly would be great doing a podcast. She said she'd just been to a podcast conference in LA yeah. for podcasting for women. And she said, I sat there during the whole conference and I don't know why, but out of the blue, I could not stop thinking of the two of you. Well, I was sitting in my office
2: and, and I scream and Kelly's office is right next to mine. And I was like, I just screamed out, you are not going <laughs> to Let love me. this. Yeah. And she comes running into my office. She reads the message. And we, it was like one of those, like, all right, this is, this, this is
0: such stuff. comment was frightening. And we're like, tell us what you do and how you do it. And this is what we're thinking. And we, you wouldn't believe this, but we were thinking the same thing. And then thankfully for them, they made it happen. Okay. When did you officially start that? Really just within a few weeks because we had decided if we were
2: going to do this, it was going to be of the utmost quality and we had to make sure that we had the right space to do it. And so they were so great to work with because they gave us the list of the equipment that we needed. We quickly purchased it.
3: That was a year ago. Uh, a year ago.
0: Perfect. A year and a half ago.
3: Yeah. A year and a half. Wow. Okay. So
1: let's dive in just a little bit. Okay. So they were telling you, we are thinking of you. You guys are great. You have a terrific dynamic. You want to start a podcast, but digging down just a little bit, what was the purpose? What was the idea behind doing a podcast for you two? Was it to increase your visibility in the interior design industry to get local clients? What was the the ultimate or is, I should say, the ultimate goal behind the podcast for you guys, just because you love it or what's going on there,
0: I think we were at a place in our business where we were. Would you say we were a little stale? Yeah, yeah, and that's why we went to the design mastermind.
2: It was one of those things where we've had a, we've run a successful business. Social media is great; everything's good, but we're like, you know, we always want to be challenged and, you know, keep growing. And it was, it was just kind of another thing for us to be able to do. And then, as you asked, like all of the above, you know, to put us out there to increase, you know, clients,
0: to increase um, our visibility. But I think, honestly, we look at the podcast, well, number one, we really enjoy it. It's very simple to do. Coming up with content sometimes is challenging, but I don't think I personally ever looked at it like this is a way to get new clients. Mm -hmm. I really looked at it as a way to Kind of expand the overall breadth of our career together because, like Joanne said, we've been a well-oiled machine for 14 years, and we're at the point where we love doing interior design. But honestly, we would like to continue with, you know, speaking engagements, teaching, coaching. I, there's so much stuff that we can do together because we are this unique partnership, and. We're just very energetic and we put ourselves out there all the time. So it was kind of just like a, I didn't personally have a real set plan. I was like, let's do this. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? This is, this is another way for us to share. We just felt like after blogging since 2009 and working on hardcore interior design for 14 years, we have a lot of knowledge and we have a lot to share and people kind of like listening
1: to us. Right, Kelly. And, you know, I love I love that you say that because we get a ton of clients over at Wingnut that have been in business for 15, 20 years, and they're at the point, while they still love design, they don't want to give that up. Now, they kind of want to evolve into the speaking and being more influencers and being more well-known in the design space rather than taking on 100% just clients and design work. So the podcast, I mean, in our experience, Natalie's and my experience has been incredibly instrumental in serving that purpose. A for us for
3: the business, business,
1: yeah, speaking for Wingnut Social, it gets clients because we're building that no like and trust. So I'm sure if you have potential clients, and we'll get into that listening, you're establishing yourselves as experts in the industry. But also it's gotten the notoriety where we get asked now to travel and go to speaking events. So it's really if for if you're in the audience and you're listening to this and that is a goal of yours, consider podcasting for that because it sounds like that's been very successful for you and it definitely has for Natalie and myself.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely. It's just been a great supplement and a great boost to our energy level, I think, because you know, as you know. You know, sometimes you just feel like you're spinning your wheels and it's like, oh my gosh, if I have to deal with one more back order or one more damage or one more client <laughs> that <can't laughs> up their mind, I'm gonna kill myself and I need to just give myself a shot in the butt was doing something different. And so it's been wonderful for that. It's fun, right? I love it.
1: It is I really do love it. It's the thing I look forward to the most. And recording them is fun, but I really love hearing the edited versions and getting the feedback. It is it's great. It's very fulfilling, very rewarding.
2: You're probably gonna think I'm I'm not being serious here, but the very you are, yeah. What I'm I'm saying is the truth, and I don't, I don't mean it to sound. However, it's going to sound. So, our very first podcast, we had all kinds of notes. We were really nervous. We're sitting here, and so our producer Russ, who is in Florida you know, made us feel really comfortable. Let's go. And it was a 25 minute podcast. So from beginning to end, we didn't stop. We didn't have to edit anything. And he was done. He's like, wow, I don't think that's ever happened. And we're like, what? He goes, the one shot wonder. Like, we did it. I mean, I don't have to wow. change anything. <laughs> and so then, second, third, fourth, we had our little
0: notes and kind of things. We, pro- we would do a whole run through before we got on the air. Nice. You yeah, hear first.
1: that, Natalie? A run through. Yeah,
0: <laughs> f- <by the, laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. We're zooming in on
2: on two wheels, sitting in our chairs, throwing on the headset on, and are like, hey, Russ. And there we go. And so it's – <laughs> really don't – well, we know we can't swear because we want to be, you know, clean. clean but, but I really I want, want to. to be, ooh. I mouth it sometimes.
1: <laughs> we say ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are the words we can away with so I can say them all? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a retired uh, – police officer, so I have a mouth of a sailor.
3: <laughs> but I think Nat- Natalie had a follow-up question. I want to know if you guys faced any challenges when you guys decided to do this. Well, it this. sounds like it was easy well, to Well, I easy. know. That's, that's why. I want to know. I mean, Natalie you guys are telling I, man, me how easy it is. I want to know if there was actually any hiccups or challenges We that make you a found. ton of mistakes. <laughs> you know, what's really kind of good is
2: we, we swap every week on who's going to write the outline. Yeah. And that person generally will come up with the idea and run it by the other one. We purposefully don't have guests every time because we felt like there's two of us and there's a lot we want to say. But then there's, you know, if we're going to have a guest, it's going to be somebody that's going to be, you know, really unique and and different. But it, it isn't our show; is not just revolving around guests.
0: So if there's I any think, challenge, I, I think the challenge is more from the marketing perspective. For us, yeah. for us sitting down to do it, it's absolutely easy schmeezy. But I think for us, and this, I think that you guys do an incredible job of marketing your podcast. Thank you. That's probably what we've been challenged with the most. We wanted to get a year under our belt to kind of prove what we're doing and what our listener base is. And so we're just now literally an hour ago, I was looking over and reviewing a, a podcast sponsorship package that we're about to send out We're going to approach four manufacturers to start off that we think would be a great partnership that we can authentically speak to. But we waited for that. So we haven't, we really haven't monetized it yet. So that's probably challenge number one and really getting out there and getting our show sponsored. And then secondly, just really getting our listeners engaged and getting those numbers up and getting the reviews in. I think. I think we have forty nine reviews. You know, we shouldn't have more than that. And so that kind of thing. Those two things are really our big things. Just really getting the numbers up right now is is challenging. Just like with any other social media. Mm-hmm
1: thing. it's really takes a lot of work. I'm very happy that you mentioned that because, you know, we have a marketing agency called (laughs) Wingnut Social, and that's actually the driving force behind the marketing for our podcast. So, if you need any help, (laughs) we can totally help you out with that. But Natalie and I also just put together a sponsorship package, and that was our goal. Great minds think alike. We wanted to wait a year, kind of establish, get through the rough patches, you know, learn what we're doing with the podcast. And now we're putting out sponsors. So after the show, let's let's brainstorm. I, I would yeah. like to pick your brain a little bit on that. <laughs> the
0: graphics and everything that you guys do. I think it's marketed really well, and and that's really the heart. Another, I would say, challenge is, you know, we're still doing full time interior design to pay the bills, and so carving out time for all these extra things that we so readily jump in on. It's like, I'm make time, you know, that we're killing ourselves. But we the a, a podcast could be a
1: full-time job unto itself. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. I'd like to give you some more jobs. You could have some of our responsibilities, too, <laughs> then we can just podcast. You
1: know what? Yeah, because we have an interior design firm as well. So we're running that and we're running <laughs> Wingnut Social and doing the podcast. Yeah, it's hard, so. right?
3: I mean, thank God there's
1: two of you. And so you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
2: I, it's a good outlet. I feel like it is, it is. it is throwing something else out there that's just a little different.
1: Are you guys still blogging? Are you still doing the blog for the... Okay. Yes. So who? how are you finding the time for that? Because I, I got to be honest, I really kind of put that on the DL because the podcast and the other and the business just taking up so much of my time. We in know. pajamas with a glass of wine. <laughs> oh, I like that. So
0: late, like at night when my husband's traveling and I'm bored. We used to blog every day, then we blogged once a week. Now we blog probably once a month if we're lucky. So it's definitely taken a back burner, but we've just found that it really, really helps our SEO more than anything else. And it's very odd, and it might just be a weird karma thing, but we feel like literally the phone rings more for new clients the more we blog.
1: I don't know. Okay. It's weird. Have you found that you've gotten any clients from the podcast? Do you know? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. So when you get new clients, do you say, hey, how did you hear about us? And all I'm sure you You guys have been doing this forever. I wonder if they're creeping you though and listening to the podcast and that's just one element. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think everybody creeps us for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think they do mine too, which sometimes I have to be cognizant of because it's a B2B podcast and we don't always say the nicest things (laughs) about the design side. We we have to be careful of that. But hey, it happens.
3: I will say that blogging, um in recent last couple weeks, I've had two different people tell me that they got sucked into Darla's website and what was going on with Darla because they got sucked into the blog.
1: The blog, yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend stop blogging. That's what I wanted to ask. So maybe you guys should tell Darla that she should keep (laughs) blogging. I'm still doing once a month. I am I'm doing once a month. That's all I can do. And and pajamas and whiskey. Yeah, just keep the spiders
0: crawling on your on your website. Isn't that what they say? Just you got to
1: exactly that, that
0: mm-hmm. content out there.
2: And if we're smart, which we did recently, is we've gone ahead and taken a podcast episode and turned that into a blog, because sometimes you're listening and you can't really show a visual when you're when you're listening. So we'll just take some of the you know the information that's like one of our recent ones was uh, our favorite color white. And so we kind of took our outline, stuck that into the blog, added some photos,
0: because half the work had already been done. So nice. Well, the other thing that we need to do, which we're terrible at, is we have been blogging for nine years. Oh, my God. The amount of content that is on our blog is unbelievable. Do we regurgitate that content? Oh, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can. You totally can. You know, do a whole bunch of TBTs and just say, remember when, listen, you know, and change it up or change the date or update the photos or, you know, whatever, duh. Sure.
1: It's a lot of work Mm -hmm. when you have a podcast in an interior design firm. Hey there, Wingnuts. Do you love doing your own social media, but just don't have a sound strategy in place? Are you just throwing images at the wall, hoping they stick to your ideal client? Well then, Natalie and I are super excited to tell you about our Wingnut Social Strategy Package. One of our expert social media wingnuts will help you discover your goals, analyze your current performance, build your customized social marketing plan, and coach you on the implementation. It's a tremendous value, and you can find out more by going to wingnutsocial.com services or by giving us a call at 1-877-WINGNUT. Again, that's wingnutsocial.com services or 1-877-WINGNUT. Now back to the show.
3: Let's get back to the podcast. I'm I'm going to play maybe devil's advocate here a little bit. So if I'm a new designer and karma, I'm okay with karma. And if it's supposed to be as a new designer, what would your best advice be for, hey, when should I maybe start a podcast? Should I even consider a podcast? Is this for me? Is there some tips or something they can go listen to that might give them or lead them in that direction of... Why should you do it? Yeah, where do they get their learn on?
2: I would think I would, unless they were very niche and they had a lot of information to share, because that's um, the key thing. That's the key thing because you have to have a lot of inf- unless you're going to just have guests. Let's just say you're a stager and you know you want to have on you know realtors, so you want to you know maybe that would be the angle. But I can't see it being a weekly. you don't have enough information
1: what about like doing a weekly design tips podcast you know hi i'm you know i think
3: i agree with her i don't think you'd have enough information Would you?
1: but could you just do but you said we turn the podcast to into a blog what about flipping that and taking your blog into a podcast i definitely would just think it depends on how established you are i mean As
0: it is, we're on episode 60, and we still look at each other some weeks and go, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we do that too. Can't even imagine being new and coming up with content. I mean, you have to commit for years. So if I were a new designer, brand new, I would dump all of my energy into social media, into Instagram and Facebook and Facebook ads and everything else. I wouldn't even think of doing a podcast until...
1: I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. That is something yeah. definitely that I agree with you that it wouldn't be the first thing I would do. It would be something after you've established some traction on the other channels. Well, I absolutely and it's kind
0: of like when new designers come right out of school and they think they can start their own business. This is a second career for both Joanne and I. We didn't come together until we were in our 30s, late 30s. So I always say, find a great firm that you can grow and get incredible mentoring from and uh, learn all the yuckiness and the behind the scenes and then give yourself years before you start your own business.
1: And there's a lot of yuckiness (laughs) behind the scenes, (laughs) let me tell you. Okay, so you guys alluded to some of the gear that you were recommended to purchase earlier. Say there's more established designers, they say, you know, I'm going to start a podcast and run with it. What kind of gear would you recommend that they get? What do you need to start a podcast? Well we couldn't have done it without producer podcast.
0: Yeah. That that was the very first they took all the stress
1: mm-hmm. off of us. Okay.
0: That's a company that, that- the company that we okay. produce yeah. our podcast. And so in our studio What do you call that box with all those knobs? Oh gosh. <laughs>
1: You need a box with a lot of knobs. Okay. What else? It's a Behringer USB. Blah, blah. It looks like we're in. Oh, wow. You have a mixer. Yeah, wow. we have the
0: mixer. Yeah. yeah. And then we've wow. the Behringer. Um, oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll produce your podcast. But we've got the amplifier and then we have the blah, stuff, blah. Big, and then big, we've got big ass microphones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what kind of big ass microphone? We um,
0: we'll tell you what it looks like. Yeah, it With
2: Audio
1: (laughs) Technica. Oh, yeah. 2700 or something like that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. The Audio Technica 2700 is a great microphone. If you're listening, get that for sure, because audio quality is crazy important. You know what?
2: I remember when we were first thinking about doing this and listening to podcasts, and there were a couple of pet peeves, and one was, if the sound quality wasn't good in like the first 10 seconds, I'm out.
1: Yeah. That's how we are here, yeah, too. I,
2: I have That's to be why to clear and nice, or it hurts to try to listen. Well, we paid extra for
1: Lipson. 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 Lipson, yeah. We, we store ours on Podbean, and we have our editors that we could not do a show without because like I said earlier Natalie and I mess up all the time and if you're listening out there be sure to stay tuned to the very end for the bloopers and that'll be evidence but we use podcast fast track and they've been incredibly helpful so I highly recommend if you're out there and you do want to start a podcast if you think you're at a space that that could be helpful it's definitely fun you'll learn a lot is to get somebody in the industry like the producer podcast or podcast fast track to hold your hand and help you along. It's, it's an expense. It's an investment, but 100% We had worth
0: friends that. call us and say, so we're thinking about designer friends. And I said, so we're thinking about doing a podcast, you know, like, so do you like record it on your iPhone and then just like put it out there? And I was like, <laughs> oh girl, you have no idea. She's like, for real? I mean, she, she thought it was literally like, get on your iPhone, record a little video of yourself. Yeah, like doing a put Facebook that. Live. That's all you had to do and then put it out there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Some people do that, believe it or not. There are some people that put out podcasts like that. I can't listen
3: to them, but yeah, that's that what they do. they sound
1: so bad.
3: So we'll just make it known here. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't even listen to my own podcast. I tell Darla all the time. She's I don't Amish. Have, I don't have time for that. So this next question might be... Um, If I listen to your podcast, I might know the answer. But (laughs) do you guys do any podcasting live or go to any events like High Point or any of these markets and actually do a podcast live from the event? We haven't done it yet,
2: but we'd we'd like to. It is a pretty big expense because we have to bring our producer with us. So if
3: there's a way to do it. Oh, we could tell you a way to do it. Can we? I think so. I don't know how to do it. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, we talked
0: to, um, we were going to do it last High Point with Surya and we were talking with... Produce your podcast about trying to do it remote, or if they would have to come with us, and we'll have to ask Nick Meg since because he does so many. He does so a lot. Ask of him lives. how he does it, but we haven't figured out how to do it with it out being pretty expensive
1: so that's something that we've been approached by curry and company to do a live podcast from their showroom during high point and i looked at natalie i have no idea how to do we take our you take
3: your handy danny little zoom recorder Um, and you record it you send it to jonathan and he puts it it. that's
1: true that's probably the simplest that's like
3: easy guys
1: yeah zoom h6 recorder is what we use for the show so, Natalie, do you have any other questions before we hit them no, up? No, I've
3: a- learned a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with the what up wingnut round.
3: So, oh, wait, I do have one okay, more question. Okay. I know you said that you need a, um, for a new baby designer to dig into social media and hit social media really hard. Yeah. So, would you hit social media as hard as you can and only focus on social media or would you try to throw a blog in that social media part as well? Is that as important as the? social? Yes,
0: absolutely. The blog.
3: Yeah. For sure. It's part of it, actually. It's synergistic. Kicker.
0: If you've got the content, like don't just do it without having really good content. Well, here's a testimonial to a blog.
2: Okay, so I wrote a blog a few years ago about a room that we had just finished completing and talked about all of the items in there and then that the wall color was white blue. Uh, So that blog was out there for a couple years. And then I was doing um, a presentation and I needed a visual for wife blue, like, you know, the little,
0: the little, the, the little paint, little sample.
2: Yeah. And so I Google Shore wife blue or, or Benjamin Bedramor. Moore white blue. And my blog is the first thing that showed up. And nice. I was like, wait a minute. I wrote that two years ago. So
0: if someone's just Googling a color, your blog may come up, you know? Yeah. Now it's, I think it's absolutely key. But now, you know, we started when there was a fraction of the blogs that are out now. So I think you just, you have to be at the top of your game, unfortunately, you know, even as a newbie for coming out with your blog, but I would say for sure, it's a do it. It's a
1: must. Well, they go together so well because when you do a blog post, then you can post photos from it to your social media, links to your social media, depending on the platform that you're using. So it, it does work really, really well. Social media works to promote the blog. Ladies, you have given us a lot of information. If you're out there thinking you want to start a podcast, I hope this helped. There will be show notes on this at wingnutsocial.com slash podcast. You can see the show notes and we'll list some of the equipment that we couldn't remember the names for on there so you can go and look that up but now ladies i have to ask you if you're ready for the what up wing night oh
0: boy so prepared uh, this is like the um lightning round on skimmed from the couch my favorite podcast besides
1: uh, let's see if we can do it
3: now it's time for what up wing night
1: all right first question if you were a tree what kind of tree would you be and why i can say that quickly mine
2: might not be a particular tree but it's bonsai because you're obsessed? Uh, because I'm obsessed with bonsai. You know, there's something about that miniature tree, but I learned about bonsai and have had this love affair with bonsai because of Curry and Company, who shows their bonsai throughout all of their, their showrooms. Sh- yeah. And it's, it's my obsession.
0: All right. I think mine would be a cherry blossom because pink is my favorite color. And cherry blossoms to me are that first breath of fresh air in the beginning of spring when you look at it and you're instantly happy and that's me i'm happy all the time
1: two very good choices i think that's the first bonsai we had too right absolutely I I think first so. bonsai. Yeah. all right the next what would the hashtag on your tombstone be
2: this is going to sound like so cliche, but I have to be honest and say it would probably be blessed because I have a great family, a wonderful husband, great kids, grandkids, a great business partner, a great business. I just feel like I've, I'm a really lucky person. Um, so I feel very blessed with everything that's
0: that's been that that. in my life. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this and you know that song Funeral by Lucas Graham, you know, anybody at sure. my funeral better be wasted. That, that's that got to play at my funeral. But mine would be hashtag, it was amazing, which is a line from his song, because I'm the same way. It was amazing. So no matter when I go, just be happy. My life was amazing.
1: I love that. That's very inspirational. Thank you so much. If you could have only one superhero power, what would it be and why?
0: Mine would be to print money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, we'll take that. superhero. I mean, come on. And for two reasons. One is because... Joanne and I are huge charity givers and I travel to Guatemala every year and have done so for the last 10 years. And the money needs there are endless. And secondly, as I get older in life, my taste for travel is kind of out the roof and I I have to support that habit. I'm sorry. So if I was, you know, Wonder Twins Activate, it would have to be
1: Print mine, man. Yeah, yeah n- you don't have to apologize here. This is a safe yeah. space. That's perfectly fine. Uh,
2: you know, mine is one of those that it's one of those like it's a love hate thing, but I would want to be invisible for a little while. Nice. I probably wouldn't have another friend or probably would hate everybody after it, but you probably
0: I would have, like if you can hear people's thoughts. I'd be invisible for a little while. Yeah. yeah. It would be amazing I what you it. could find out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Talk about creepers. Yeah, creeper. (laughs) Last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound impact upon you either personally or professionally.
2: I'm dating myself here. But when I first became interested in interior design, a book I read was Alexandra Stoddard, uh, Living a Beautiful Life. And I was a young person just, you know, starting out, you know, as a new housewife. And this book is all about Making every day beautiful. And if it's just, if it's like using the vintage teacup or having flowers, just using all the things that you have and just kind of make your surroundings beautiful, regardless of interior design, but that every day should be special and use the pretty stuff. And I love
0: that book. Yeah. I absolutely. It's a really, love that book. It's you turned
2: me on it. It's old, but it's really good. I love the whole
0: philosophy.
1: That sounds lovely. I'll have to no, check it. Oh, it's a out. good one. And
0: she's got another one called What I Want My. Daughter to, to know. know, she's got a, a lot of good ones. I have two for you. One is a really boring answer that you probably heard a thousand times, but the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey is one that I read, and then I did a seminar on it. Years, I mean, at the beginning of my professional career, and I still use the time management processes that he talks about in his book to this day, and. I recommend it to my kids. I recommend it to every single person. If you haven't read it, you must read it.
1: That's an excellent one. I read that years ago, but it's definitely time to revisit yeah. it. And what's your second And one?
0: then I was listening to the Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast the other day, and he had on Hortz Schultz, who's the co-founder. He's this German guy who was the co-founder of the Ritz-Carlton. And he started as a dish boy and he has written a book called Excellence Wins. And I just bought it. I haven't even read it yet, but I was so enthralled by listening to him. He's the guy that came up with the We Are Ladies and Gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen, in regards to the wait staff, the bell boys and girls, you know, the people on the lowest totem right. pole at the Ritz-Carlton, and how he kind of elevated their thinking about themselves and their commitment to the company. Yeah. So anyway, he's got a book called Excellence Wins, and I just got it in the mail yesterday, and that's my next one.
1: All right. Sounds good. They're all added to my Audible queue now. <laughs> I spend money every week. <laughs> Please tell the audience where they can find your podcast or in your website or if you have anything coming up. Okay.
2: So the podcast is Inside Design with Kendra and Cole. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Radio. Anywhere. Everything. Anywhere. <laughs> yes. Yep. And then if you go to our website, Kandrac, K-A-N-D-R-A-C-Dash-K-O-L-E, you'll see our blog there. There's also a link to the podcast. There's our all of our work on
0: there. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those. Yeah, podcasts. check it out now because we're rebranding and the whole thing's about to change. Take a look now and then take a look in about six to eight weeks and let us know which
1: like better wow. okay well congrats that's a big project that you're taking on the rebranding we'll be that sure that to... be
2: another topic for a podcast <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah rebranding that yeah for sure definitely a full rebrand. <laughs> ladies thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast I think you've given our listeners a lot of food for thought if they've been kicking it around and good you know realistic food for thought maybe it's not the time for them maybe it's the perfect time so we really well appreciate you guys are
0: great time. and you're doing a great job so thank you so much for inviting
1: us same thank you Natalie and Giraffe. Yes, I'm. I think that was very informational and very realistic. They didn't hold
3: anything back. No, it was, um, what, what do we call that It wasn't that word? sugar-coated. No. What's the word you're looking for? I'm looking for, we're, we talk all about. We auth- tell. We talk all about authenticity. Authenticity, yes. That was totally like. That was authentic. For real. Well they didn't blow any smoke up our nope. butts. They, perfect. they were
1: like, here's when you should start a podcast. If you're a new designer, don't even think about it. Get out there, get your chops in and
3: do your social and do your blogging and learn how you know, to do some
1: damn design. Absolutely. Intern with somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. That I probably should have listened to some of that advice.
3: Yeah, was. maybe you should. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back a little bit, let you listen to that and then start over.
1: But back to the podcast. I will say it is a labor of love. And by labor I mean capital L A B O R. It a lot of work. And I get a lot of pushback from the Amish sitting across from me there. <laughs> oh, do we have to do another podcast? Oh, it's so much. Do I have to go over notes? Do I have to listen to my podcast? Listen, lady. Listen, lady.
3: Wrap this up. <laughs> I'm going to give you pushback right now. Wrap this up. I got things See? to do.
1: That's perfect. Thank you so much. You're i are rest
3: my case. Absolutely. Someone's got to pay bills and, you know, handle all (laughs) All this paperwork. If you you like what you
1: hear, please leave leave us a review on whatever the hell you're listening to this podcast on. Be sure to visit us on social at wingnutsocial. And if you're tired of doing your own social media without having any kind of direction and you're not getting clients from that social media, give us a call at 1-877-WINGNUT or send us an email to info at wingnutsocial.com. We'll be happy to hook you up. I think that's it. So long. See ya. What motivated you guys go oh, up the phone you have mail <laughs> don't hang up <laughs> beep 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 wiki wiki, wiki. good boy mango